G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Yes, the score was 34-31 with England having a late line out and a chance of victory. If they took it, they probably would have won it, but no, it was stolen and New Zealand went on to win the match. It was a fitting end to the to the decider, which saw a record crowd figures and viewing numbers on TV. Over 40,000 people packed in at Eden Park and something over like a million people watching on TV. Just absolutely insane seeing the reaction to that final and the tournament in general, to be fair. Going from some of the darkest days in Black Fern's history just 12 months ago to world champion sounds like a better movie script than going from white beta to kicking the winning goal in a World Cup final. I apologise, Beef. I was absolutely blown away by the public interest in the event and reading so comments on social media like the best game of rugby I've watched, I'm in tears. These are things I admittedly never thought I would be reading at the conclusion of the tournament. Just the way... As the tournament progressed, seeing the interest, and I think part of it as well probably has to do with some of the ticket prices and the games being on free-to-air TV as well, just giving people the opportunity to tune in and and support the Black Ferns, which was fantastic to see. Uh, one highlight for me, of course, throughout the tournament was the breath, the breath of fresh air of quality interviews players gave. It wasn't like their male counterparts who said the same old boring cliche things every day we all know that's true. We all know that the All Blacks are going to be expecting a tough game or any rugby side they're going to be expecting a tough game. So it was really refreshing just having a different voices and they were just great to listen to. Uh, and also producing the Black Fern show here on SENZ, I have learned lots about the women's game and heard some remarkable stories from people behind the scenes as well. My personal highlight was getting to meet Sene Naupu. Her story is incredible, and you could sp- uh, spend literally all day chatting to her about what she's done on and off the field. Uh, she, of course, used to play, born here, represented Ireland, and part of the Spark Sport commentary team throughout the tournament. But while we have to celebrate what the Black Ferns have achieved, it is important not to let this momentum stop. The ball is firmly in the court of the fans and New Zealand rugby, and they can't afford to slip up. As you may have just heard on the Black Ferns show last hour, sounds like the Black Ferns will have a decent schedule planned with games both here and abroad. And don't forget, there's also those discussions underway about a possible British and Irish Lions tour in the future as well. But what about Super Rugby Alpuki and the Farrah Palmer Cup? Well, also Mark Robinson last hour, he touched on that they're looking at a potential crossover tournament with Super Rugby Australia and then potentially expanding to other regions as well with other club teams. So that's something really excited to see. But where I wanted to go with that is people might remember that earlier this year when these tournaments were on, there weren't big crowd numbers. So when they're back next year, how is New Zealand rugby going to get fans back in the seats to continue this momentum? Because we want... We want the fans back at these stadiums, wherever our Aalpuki teams are playing, wherever our Farah Palmer Cup teams are playing, to support these girls and the next generation of Black Ferns coming through. The standard has been set by the public, so New Zealand rugby need to act. Scheduling tests here could be a bit tricky, though. Of course, we've got the other Women's Football World Cup and concerts galore, among other things, after the big COVID delay. Uh, And... 
let's be honest, there are only a handful of other real competitive nations in the world of rugby, but that doesn't mean, that can't stop us from taking advantage of what the Black Ferns have done. As I just said, hearing some of those comments, seeing the videos, seeing people crying about the Black Ferns, I I I hand on heart admit, I never thought this would happen. I never thought it, it would, and and it's absolutely fantastic to see the the reaction to all this. And if we do get these crowds turning up, it's important for the men who supported this tournament to show up, and for the men as well, and even the, the the men's wives or and the kids, the kids, lots of kids at these tournaments, and the kids they need to start begging their parents, say, "Can you take me to the the Black Ferns game? Can you take me to Super Rugby Alpuki?" And the parents need to say, "Yeah, let's go. Let's continue supporting the women's game. Let's continue supporting the growth of it all." I really hope the momentum built at this successful World Cup doesn't go to waste. It would be such a shame, considering the Black Ferns have won the heart of a nation and the overall feeling with the win. It feels like people care about this more than when the All Blacks broke that long win streak when they won the World Cup in 2011 at Eden Park. It really does feel like that. It feels like there is more interest and more engagement in this. The next Rugby World Cup is three years away. Of course, this was delayed from last year due to COVID. To for how I how I see it, New Zealand rugby, the clock is ticking. For the future of rugby, and particularly women's rugby, you must act now Please, please don't stuff this up. Let's continue this momentum. If you want to discuss the Black Ferns or anything else here on Extra Time, if you've been busy all day and you haven't had the chance to share your thoughts on how things are going, text us through here on double eight double three or call us 0800 150 811. That is 0800 150 811. And we are approaching 10 minutes past eight here on Extra Time. Coming up after the break, we will cross the ditch and catch up with Peter Fairburn.